Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Dreamer to Entrepreneur. We are here today with Janet from Gaia Novo, and she is a social media marketing life coach guru, and we are so excited to have her on the show today. So Janet, if you will please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your business. Welcome to the Dreamer to Entrepreneur podcast, a show designed to motivate and inspire women to stop sitting on the sidelines of life and finally take action towards accomplishing their dreams. Join us, Brittany Hughes and Amanda Benedict, as we share business advice, as well as our own experiences of starting and building a successful business while also juggling mom life. You'll also hear from other amazing women who bring their own message and advice to the show through inspiring interviews. It's all collaboration over competition here. Get ready to dream big, take action, and always show kindness. Let's dive in. I was born in California, raised in North Carolina. I was naturally a city girl, so I moved back to California at 20 years old and keeping in mind that I wanted to start my creative career and start my own business. So because of moving to California, I was able to chase my dreams and build a very successful business through a lot of hard work. And so now I am the founder of a conscious digital marketing agency. And also I am a certified spiritual business coach, helping people find their authenticity, find their purpose and build a business off of their higher self-worth. Very cool. I feel like I have so many questions just for that. What part of California? Were you in Los Angeles? Yes. I moved out to LA when I was 20 mm-hmm. years old. And it's a very interesting story because coming from North Carolina, I'm I'm come from a very small town. So it's very common for people to go to school, go to college, get married, have kids. And I was already in multiple weddings before I turned <laughs> And it just didn't feel aligned for me. And I was working in finance, doing the 40-hour work week. I was in a cubicle, trying to work that corporate ladder. And it was because of this one video that I saw on YouTube when I was at my desk. It was a music festival trailer. And I just remember looking at it and it was it's called Tomorrowland. It's mm-hmm. in Belgium. And I just remember being, wow, they look so happy. That looks so much fun. How can I be a part of that? And I've mm-hmm. always had these creative hobbies as a photographer and writer. And just in that moment, I said, you know what? This cubicle lifestyle is not for me. And mm-hmm. I felt very excited about possibly being a photographer for the music industry. So that's when the idea birthed in me of, you know what? I'm going to move to the city. So Mm -hmm. I gave myself that goal of moving to LA within three months and did everything that that I need to do in order to make sure it happened. So I signed into a three-month lease where I had Mm -hmm. to move out by June Mm -hmm. 1st of 2014. And being 20 years old, I was very irresponsible with my money. So I started racking up a lot of my credit card debt so Mm -hmm. that way I can make this move. And then I started putting myself out there already in North Carolina, going to some of the bigger cities and reaching Mm -hmm. out to clubs and saying, hey, I'd love to build my portfolio. And I started creating those connections. During those three months, I was educating myself a lot about building a business and also already creating a portfolio that I could use when I moved out to L.A., And I even started reaching out to a couple of potential partnerships. I already had a conversation with this startup that focused on music festivals. And they're like, once you're out here in LA, let's meet up and let's talk. June 1st came around and 
take note that my roommate at the time was supposed to move out to LA with me and we were going to drive out there. She backed out three days before. Wow. You would think that someone would say, oh, it's ruined. I'm not going to do it. You know, I don't want to go alone. But I didn't. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let this hold me back. And at Mm -hmm. that time, I was getting a lot of negativity. Corey Mm -hmm. being young at that time, my parents were like, no, what are you doing? You don't know anyone. We don't have family out there anymore. And all of my supposed friends then would say, yeah, right. It's so expensive. It's dangerous. Just very Mm close-minded opinions. And I get it. Sometimes people just don't know how it really is when they're just in one place outside of their town. So I get it. It's a projection of their own experience. But none of that helped me back. And I moved out to LA, booked a flight, by the way, sold my car because now I wasn't going alone. I was like, you know what, I'm just <laughs> going to book a flight. Yeah. Now to LA. And the first two weeks that I was living in LA, I was staying in a hostel in Inglewood, which is not yeah. actually a really good neighborhood. Wow. In LA, but I didn't know that because I was so new to the city and I'd never been and I didn't know a soul. So moved into a hostel. The First day that I got there, I started looking for jobs because I didn't have a job lined up. I had to quit my corporate job before transferring. Mm -hmm. So I went out there, didn't have a lot of money on me, but I was so desperate to get out. And for full transparency, I only had $600. And, but that's how desperate and and sad and depressed I was in my current situation that I was like, F it. I'm just going to go out there Mm -hmm. and I Mm -hmm. know I can make it happen. Mm -hmm. When you're in a position where you have no other choice than actually doing Mm -hmm. it, it's Mm -hmm. this high and this level of determination that's so unmatched. Mm -hmm. And because of that attitude and mindset, I found two jobs within the first two days, was able to sell my car thanks to my father. And he sent over $1,500. And that's how Mm -hmm. I was able to move into an apartment in a shared room in downtown LA when it was starting to become a really popular place. And I had Mm -hmm. about eight to 10 roommates. Everyone was from different places. And that's when my journey started in LA. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is incredible. (laughs) It reminds me of me, but I didn't have the guts to do that. I know after college, I I'm in a small town as well in North Carolina and I wanted to get out. I wanted to go anywhere Mm -hmm. and I wanted someone to go with me at that Mm -hmm. point. I did not have the guts to go by myself. And so I was, you know, I asked, I think my boyfriend at the time, my, any friends, I was like, let's just go, let's just get up. Let's pack our bag. Let's just go. And nobody would go. Nobody would. And so I felt like that was just like my sign from the universe saying, you know, you're not meant to go right now, Brittany. And I, at that point, I was working a full-time job, but it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't a big time paying job. So it's not like I had a lot of money saved up. And so I I just, I constantly told myself I had parents that were like, Brittany, you can't go by yourself. You can't do that. (laughs) And I, I gave into all that. I didn't have the guts to do that and go out on my own. So kudos to you for doing that. And yeah, it's incredible. I really appreciate that. And just to give you recognition as well, I completely understand where you're coming from because sometimes we seek validation. Someone to say, yeah, go do it because it's really helpful. It really Mm -hmm. motivates us and it reaffirms the decision that we want to make. But at the same time, like for in your example, it wasn't the right time. And right. now you can learn from that experience. Now right. you know mm-hmm. that it was meant to be because you're where you are now. And right. if you would have gone, you wouldn't be in the position that you're in now. So changing the narrative around these conversations, who would have, how would I know how things would have turned out if that girl would have 
come with me. That was kind mm-hmm. of like a security net. That's true. Maybe yeah. I wouldn't be where I am today. And right. so I am really grateful to have made that decision because it did make me become more independent and mm-hmm. not have to, you know, depend on other people to do mm-hmm. big risk or partake in bigger challenges. Cause I tend to travel a lot alone now. And I'm like, I'm not waiting for anyone. I'm yeah. just <laughs> right. So right. there's a lot of love it. learning experiences from all of it. Yes, absolutely. So when did you start your own business? I know you said you Mm -hmm. moved out there. What did you start doing for work when you moved out there and what kind of led you to opening your business? Great question. A lot of people tend to think that, okay, I'm going to start my business. I need to make sure I'm not doing any other type of job. I need to have a Mm -hmm. lot of money saved up. I need to already have a business plan, but it takes time and it takes patience. Mm -hmm. And So essentially to answer your question is once I got out there, I had to quit those two jobs that I had for the, like after a couple of weeks, because I was in downtown LA and I started working at a jewelry store. And my goal was to go back to finance because it was helping me make a lot of money. I was like, while I'm building a creative business, I should just get a full-time job at the bank. Thinking about it as my bridge job, it will get me where I am to where I want to be. So mm-hmm. I started working as a server at a jewelry store. I think I had like three jobs at the same time. <laughs> it was definitely that LA hustling mm-hmm. of like, you just got to go out there and do it and make money, especially because it was a lot more expensive. So mm-hmm. after four years of working in finance, mm-hmm. building my portfolio, doing a lot of free work for businesses and startups to really build authority. I even did an internship with one of like the top agencies in the world that does Coachella and does all of this big wow. music festivals. I did a three month internship there. And after those three months, while I was still working as a server and taking side jobs, I decided, okay, I think I have enough credibility. I think I have enough experience to start really applying to those big opportunities, uh, these big music industry opportunities. I decided to go to India first before I Mm -hmm. started doing that to get some more inspiration and just go through my own spiritual awakening. When I came back from India, the first job that I applied to was this music assistant at this music tech company. And Mm -hmm. I landed it immediately. I was helping the CEO and the CFO with their operations, managing the Mm -hmm. team, doing some of their marketing. And that's when I really got into social media. So social Mm -hmm. media gave me the opportunity to use all of my skills. And the music tech company gave me the opportunity to really hone in in that role. And so my skills started compiling over and over. And that's when I got more exposure about running a business because Mm -hmm. I was working with the founders and I was partaking in operational fundraising, a lot of the business of like how to build a team, how to build a company, how to get funding from investors. I got a lot of exposure in that while also tapping into my marketing role. Then after a year, I realized that I was very unhappy. I thought this job was going to be my, this is it. Like I found my dream job. I'm supposed to be here forever, but the music industry can sometimes be very toxic. And I was doing a lot. I was definitely working a lot, doing things that I wasn't proud of because I'm going to events, I'm going to parties, Mm -hmm. and it was part of the job. And I found myself being super unhealthy mentally, spiritually, and physically. I was very Mm -hmm. overweight. I wasn't happy with how I felt about myself. And I realized that some of my true passions wasn't there anymore. I was just focusing on work. So 
after a weekend of spending time in up in the mountains in California, I went to this woman's retreat and I received this download that I wasn't supposed to be working in the music industry anymore. Mm -hmm. My sole purpose is to work with conscious and mindful brands, working with other entrepreneurs who are here to make an impact and change people's lives, like coaches, mentors, speakers, thought leaders. And so when I came back, I told my my boss, who also turned into a friend at the time, and I said, I can't be in this job anymore. I'm not happy. I'm not traveling. It's not aligned with my values. And it was so difficult to make that decision. My mind, my ego started saying, you worked so hard for this job. How dare you even move from a different state? And mm-hmm. it was just felt like I was breaking up with someone that I've been yeah. with for <laughs> so long. But just deep down inside, my soul said, this is not it for you. Mm -hmm. So when I stepped out of that position, I started freelancing again as a social media manager. And I realized that I didn't have enough clients. And at that moment, I said, I'm going to have to get back into serving, start serving Mm -hmm. waitressing so that I can get some money in. And here's the ego again saying, you're going to go back to serving. You know, there's nothing wrong with serving. (laughs) Right. Just coming from a full-time career, you know, going back to the service industry, my ego was just like fighting totally against it. But Mm -hmm. then I reminded myself again of that analogy. The serving job is the bridge. It's Mm -hmm. where it's taken me to where I am, to where I want to be. And I'm so grateful because that serving job only worked three times a week and I was making really good money. It's LA. You make good money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it actually helped me build a, a, a savings account as I was trying to get more freelance clients. And that's when I realized that I wanted to build a conscious digital marketing agency. I was targeting a niche. Have you ever heard of the mm-hmm. phrase, the riches are in the niches? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that started coming up a lot for me where I was only working with specific kinds of clients yeah. within my niche and people were coming to me and my business mm-hmm. started going. I was like, oh, I need to hire a VA. I need to hire someone. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to create a brand. And because I was working at the mm-hmm. server job and I was saving good amount of money, I was able to use that money to help me build the business. Mm-hmm. So that's when, I, when Gaia Nova was born. It was birth uh, two years ago, right after having an emotional breakup with my dream job, only to realize (laughs) that I was birthing my soul's purpose. Yeah. Wow. So tell us about Gaia Novo. What does that mean? Where did that come from? Yeah. Gaia Novo is essentially two acronyms put together. So Gaia, the way it's spelled is G-A-E-A. It's the Mm -hmm. Greek way to spell creator, goddess, and then Novo is just the other, the end half of innovation. So it's the creator of all innovative things. Oh, very cool. I like that. How long did it take you before you just completely left like the service industry and really grew the business? It took me about uh, when I was, I was in the service industry for maybe like eight months, Mm -hmm. getting some more freelance clients. And once I started realizing that a lot of people were reaching out to me and I was like, I need to build a team. I launched it in June, 2019. Once I launched the company, I made a decision to start networking Mm -hmm. in that same month. And I was like connecting with other people through Facebook groups. It took me less than four months to get my business over six figures. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. So for our listeners listening, she did Facebook groups. That's how I built uh, my business is through Facebook groups. It's just, it's incredible. The networking that you could do love Facebook groups. 
I absolutely agree with you. There's a new phrase that's been going around for the last year or two, collaboration over competition. Yes. Collaboration is going to help you so much. And you can do that through Facebook groups and on top of virtual or in-person events Mm -hmm. will also get you customers. People want to know who you are. They want to build trust. People will buy from you if they already, if you already have authority behind you as mm-hmm. a, as a brand and as a, uh, in the services that you offer. So you can't do that by simply just, you know, trying to use an ad or trying to mm-hmm. not network with anyone. Right. It's important to have conversations and that will really build some value and trust in what you have to offer. And I love that you talked about like collaboration over competition, Mm because that's one thing that, you know, our show that we really are passionate about, care about, and we want to support fellow women business owners. So yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because that's really, um, that's kind of what it's all about. Like we're, you're not out here alone. You have a network, a group, a support system. Love that. Wonderful. Absolutely. And Sometimes people think that collaboration needs to be such a huge project, but honestly, it can be simple as hosting an IG live with someone mm-hmm. and talking mm-hmm. about similar topics that you both are experts in. That itself will help you reach their audience and their audience mm-hmm. will reach your audience and your brand. Mm-hmm. So just having an IG live with them will be great. And even if you don't feel comfortable doing IG live, then jump on a Zoom call, record the conversation and mm-hmm. post it on socials. That will right. absolutely help you get mm-hmm. more comfortable and confident in speaking in the camera and putting yourself out there as well. Mm-hmm. So I know you were talking about like you have a particular niche. What kind of clients do you work with? Think of people who are here creating a powerful impact into someone's life. So think of nonprofit organization, Mm -hmm. coaches who teaches people how to better their health, better their mental health, psychologists, uh, mentors who are supporting a group of people or individuals. Think of change makers because if I didn't heal my past trauma and my limited beliefs and recondition my the way I thought about life and, and what it truly means to be happy, I don't think I would be where I am today. A lot of times people don't realize that part of the reason why they're struggling so much to manifest more abundance into their life, to manifest more money, to manifest more success is because they're still stuck in this old thinking pattern that tells them every day that is that they're not worthy enough to take that huge leap. And it takes for us to be honest with ourselves and say, okay, I've been told growing up that I, I can't start my own business. That's for the people who just automatically are born into a family of business owners. Mm-hmm. Or I you know, can't be successful if I don't have a college degree. It's very normal for society to put those kinds of mindset and ideologies in our mm-hmm. life. But in reality, it's just ideas. It's mm-hmm. not facts. So when we take a moment to reprogram those thought patterns and change the narrative, the way we see life and the way we feel about ourselves, it helps build more confidence in ourselves. And it helps us even scientifically reprogram old neural pathways in our minds mm-hmm. and put in new ideas, mm-hmm. new, new neural pathways that help us achieve success. And I explain all of that to say that that's why I work with mindful brands, because I want to be able to create change in people's life. And I can do that by utilizing my skills as a social media marketer and as a spiritual business coach. That's why I also do coaching. I combine spirituality with business because it all comes down to 
how was our upbringing like? Do what kind of trauma do we have? How can we reprogram that to help us build a business that is more aligned with our soul's purpose? And so, are both of those under Gaia Novo? Like you, you incorporate both of like the life coaching and digital marketing. Both of those are incorporated under Gaia Novo. No. So okay. Gaia Novo is its own digital marketing agency, standalone company, and then my personal brand is a spiritual business coaching as gotcha. Janet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool. That's awesome. So at what point did you decide that you wanted to add in life coaching? I always felt a call to help people one-on-one, um, a little side story as well to help better understand why I wanted to get into coaching. So mm-hmm. when I was five years old, I was run over by a lawnmower. I had an extreme near-death experience where half I'm partially amputated. Half of my calf muscle was cut off and half of my foot of my left leg was cut off. And wow. that was when I was five years old. At that time, my family was part of an organization that didn't accept blood transfusion. So when the mm-hmm. doctor came, when I say organization, I say religious practices. So when, when the doctors came forward to my parents and said, hey, your daughter, she's about to bleed out. She's going to die. We need to do a blood transfusion. They respectively declined. And mm-hmm. I say that to say, I, I know they did it out of love. Right. I, I, I don't hold that again. Right. Just putting it out <laughs> there. Um, and that's why I was in the hospital for an extended period because they didn't know if I was going to come out of it, but I woke up mm-hmm. came out of the experience and I missed out the half of my kindergarten year. And I started, I had to wear crutches for a very long time and also wear a prosthetic. So wow. growing up, I dealt with a lot of bullying. Mm-hmm. I dealt with a lot of low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. I didn't love myself. I was so angry at the world that I had a physical, a limited physical ability, uh, a disability essentially. And it's obvious. You could see that I have a prosthetic. So for many years, I battled with that even up to my early twenties. And it wasn't until I started tapping into mindfulness practices and really learning that this whole experience was here because I needed to grow up a lot sooner and really tap into a higher state of like a higher state of consciousness in order to help people and inspire them. So mm-hmm. like in my early 20, 20s, that's when I started getting into, you know what, this story was for me to use it as the wings on my back to support other people. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I used that story to inspire people. And when I saw that there was a correlation between how healing my trauma healing mm-hmm. my low self-esteem challenges helped me build more success in my business. That's when I told myself, there's something in this. There's a co- connection mm-hmm. here. So mm-hmm. I want to teach people about this connection. Mm-hmm. And I, since then, I've been doing a lot of certification classes online, working with mentors and coaches like Sahara Rose, who is like a very popular coach online and doing a lot of Deepak Chopra work as well and educating myself, getting down into the science of it to understand the correlation. I even went to a wellness school for a couple of months to be able to get certified. And I invested in myself in order Mm -hmm. to build my my skills and my experience. And that's what allowed me to really say confidently, you know what, it's time to get into coaching and impact other people, especially after the pandemic, when everyone was hit in the face with, hey, you got problems because yeah. you've been distracted. So all this time with work and they mm-hmm. could go home and now they're realizing, oh, there's a lot going on here. I'm not happy with my job. I'm not happy with life. That's why mental health 
was such a huge topic during the pandemic because people started getting mm-hmm. really depressed and started facing a lot of things that they were, you know, didn't realize they had because they were in autopilot mode, just mm-hmm. working all the time. So that also helped me to really to reaffirm that I wanted to get into coaching. So to mm-hmm. answer your question, I got into coaching about a year after uh, I launched mm-hmm. the business. Awesome. Wow. So That's what? Incredible. So what <laughs> is you. your so far in your business? What is an accomplishment that you're really proud of? I would say it would have to be the the noticeable impact and change that I'm witnessing mm-hmm. in my clients' lives. Mm-hmm. The work that I do with my team has been so profound and meaningful that we've been working with celebrities and influencers. One of my first uh, celebrity client was a retired NFL football player turned astrologer. I met him through a referral, like a friend of a friend. And the way I got in connection with him is... I knew that my friend was in connection with the celebrity. And I said, you know what? Let's just see if we can work Mm -hmm. together. So I just shoot my friend. I shot a message to my friend and said, hey, is this person looking for social media work? I'd love to work with them. And he was like, oh, yes, we are. We were just talking about this. And I'm like, the universe just works in various (laughs) ways. And I I got in connection with them. We worked for a year, worked together for a year. And because of that connection, I ended up getting so many more connections with Mm -hmm. rising thought leaders, celebrities. And it wasn't because it was around the referral structure of the celebrity being like, oh, I'm working with this person, I'm working with that person, Mm -hmm. you should, you know, work with them. It was because of the change we were creating in Mm -hmm. this person's company. It was the results that we were getting. And it comes in the, in the way that happened is through having a meaningful strategy, intentionality behind everything you do on social media. Don't worry about the algorithms for now. Don't worry about just creating content, being consistent. Think about the impact and the value you want to bring into people's lives when you are posting, because you are an entrepreneur for a reason. Your passion, your story is the reason why you are who you are today and why you created your business. Hone into that, hone into your values and think about the impact and the value you want to create in people's lives. And let's create content out of that. Because people want to buy from people that they resonate with and they can't resonate with a graphic that's always telling them about your services. They're Mm going to resonate with their story. They're going to resonate with your expertise, with your knowledge. And people forget that. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's the selling point right there. So to answer your question, it's being able to be in connection with people who are, who have a bigger voice, you know, like influencers and and celebrity and seeing the impact and change, the transformation that we are creating in people's brands um, in a way that's very holistic and purpose-driven. I love that. So since you are a professional or expert in all things digital marketing, do you mind sharing a couple tips with our listeners? Uh, What do you think people need to here right now as far as digital marketing goes? That's a great question. And right now, what I'm seeing a lot of people ask from my clients, from just having conversations is video content. I can't go dancing on TikTok. I don't like dancing. TikTok is for kids or I'm too afraid of talking to the camera. I'm not comfortable with that. Who's going to listen to me? Totally get it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it happens to all of us. But mm-hmm. there are creative ways to create video content in a way that feels authentic to you. Social media is here to stay. And yeah. it's a big part of our business. So instead of 
you know, really putting yourself out there in a way that feels uncomfortable and authentic, where it's not going to drive results, learn how to create content in a way that feels true to you. And it doesn't seem like work, have fun with it. Mm -hmm. So for example, if you are an entrepreneur who needs to create content for your social media, but you're just like, I am so busy. I don't have time Mm -hmm. to talk into the camera. You don't need to. I, some of the advice that I give is taking your phone and record yourself when you are living your day. So if you are taking a meeting, have your phone set up in the corner uh, in time-lapse mode, recording you hosting a meeting. And then you can cut that up into 10, 15 seconds and then add your expertise on there and via text. Mm -hmm. Or if you are, you know, if you are a mom who cooks in the morning for your kids or getting ready for, for getting them ready for school, Put your phone in the corner of a kitchen or in the room as you are preparing your kids' lunch boxes or clothes. Record yourself and then put your advice there via text as well. Mm-hmm. So it's about capturing your current lifestyle versus creating extra work in order to capture what you need to do in order to post on social media. At the end of the day, as I mentioned a few times, it's authenticity that's going to win. People want to resonate with you and they can't resonate with you if you're not being true to yourself when you're showing up on social media. You never know if you are an entrepreneur who is a mom and you're recording content of you being a mom and you put your expertise on the video, you may have some clients who are going to say, oh my God, she's just like me. I want to work with that. (laughs) Yeah. It's that resonance. It's that connection. Yeah. And like you said, social media is not going anywhere. Video is not going anywhere. I recently just read an article and it was talking about how when we were in high school, like going Mm -hmm. to college and becoming an engineer, like that was the career that you would always, you know, have a job in. Like that was, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was the career that to work for, to make a lot of money and just be safe in that career. Well, these days it is becoming a video editor, video producer, something Mm -hmm. in the video digital world. That is what they are teaching. And so that just tells you that, you know, Mm -hmm. that's, that's what they're planning for. So video is not going anywhere. So great advice. Great advice. Thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you. What is your current favorite social media platform? TikTok. TikTok is going head to head right now with Google and YouTube because TikTok Mm -hmm. is becoming one of the top performing search engine social network. People are going to TikTok to learn. It's now um, utilizing SEO practices in order to get content to go viral. There's all kinds of topics on TikTok, like as if you were going to Google. Google noticed the competition that they even started this update, people first content, mm-hmm. that when someone types in a how-to, when someone types in something in the search engine, they go and index videos to have people in it providing those tips. So instead of just going to Google and reading an article, I'm watching and listening to people's real life experiences and advice. Mm -hmm. And it really helps me as a person and as a business owner. I still need to get, I have TikTok. I need to get on it for my business right now. I feel like my, all of my TikTok feed is about chickens because I have chickens, but I'm constantly (laughs) learning new things about my chickens. So (laughs) yeah, I need to. I need to get my business on there. Um, But yeah, I love TikTok. I just haven't utilized it for business and I know I need to. Yeah, yeah. And you know, uh, when you start using TikTok, you just meant you were talking about chickens and you're going to see that your your feed is going to show you a lot of random content. Mm -hmm. And that's because the TikTok algorithm is trying to figure out what you like. 
Absolutely. Because my feed for my personal TikTok <laughs> is chickens and dogs. And that's basically my life. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, Janet, if somebody's listening and they would love to reach out to you and chat with you or get some life coaching help or digital marketing help, where can they find you? Where can they contact you? Reach out to you. Tell us all the things. Of course. So the number one place to reach out to me is on Instagram. It's at underscore Janet. And my last name is Hymas, but it looks like James. So it's J-A-I. <laughs> M E S underscore. I thought it was I James. James. I get James a lot. Okay. <laughs> it's a Spanish last name. Yeah. So underscore okay. Janet Hymas underscore and shoot over a DM. Right now I am actively accepting new potential collaborations and partnerships in the sense of me helping your business with your digital marketing or your social media marketing, or even helping entrepreneurs scale their business consciously and really honing into some of your limited beliefs. So feel free to DM me and we can have a conversation about how we can work together and I can help you really scale your social media practices or your business. So one last question before we go, if you could give any piece of advice to our listeners right now, what would you tell them? The number one piece of advice I like to provide to entrepreneurs is to always celebrate your wins. If it wasn't for celebrating, just waking up and just taking action towards one task, then I wouldn't be where I am today. Mm -hmm. We're always goal getting goal setting. And we forget that once we achieve those goals that, Hey, let's pause, let's celebrate this because being mm -hmm. an entrepreneur, it's not an easy journey. And mm -hmm. we're always, you know, I don't like to use hustling, but we're always working hard. Yes. And sometimes yes. we forget to get up, <laughs> take a walk, drink some water. Mm -hmm. Your business is going to do so much better if you celebrate and you take some time for yourself and make mm -hmm. it a big deal. Mm -hmm. that you got that new client, that you got that new team member, that you created that logo, that you figured out your brand's name, that you even mm -hmm. had this new idea, because that's just a reminder for yourself that you are living an aligned path. And even if something doesn't work out, celebrate when something doesn't work out, it's just redirection. Yes. It's happening for a reason. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Thank you for listening to our mommy show. Please subscribe and share with all your friends. See you in two weeks. Have a good day.